You are listening to KC Sports Network, proudly presented by Emprise Bank. Coming up, the latest episode of Currently. What's happening, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of Currently on No Other Pod. Uh, it's, it's your boys, Daniel Kuzer here, and my good friend Chris Wright coming at you. Buddy, how you doing, man? Doing well, man. Had uh, an exciting uh, Sporting KC playoff game that we went to. And then on top of that, you know, you had the NWSL playoffs. So pretty action-packed. Pretty wild time as far as soccer goes. Uh, you know, NWSL, obviously a smaller league. So games are only on the weekends there. Uh, but, dude, I don't know if you've been watching any other MLS. There's games every freaking day. I'm checking social media and I'm seeing results and highlights and i didn't even know there was a game going on you gotta get on that man unless season pass man that's uh we've been having it on like kind of on the side of the room and stuff it's been neat yeah so uh folks hey welcome i mean if you uh if it's your first time coming here go, glad to have you it's it's off season for kc current uh nwsl playoffs are in full swing the finals are set we will talk about that we'll make our predictions and how uh, Dan was initially correct in his. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I feel like I swindled you. I swindled you. I, I feel like I should have stuck to my guns and I uh, I let myself be influenced like a schmuck. And so I never again. <laughs> but no, man, we uh, dude, let's let's jump right into it. Let's do those. Uh, you know, let's talk about the playoffs right off the bat and then we'll hit some. Uh, Casey current tidbits and do a fun little uh segment we hope to make a, a weekly situation here in the offseason so uh moving right on we had the semifinals in the nwsl playoffs gotham fc goes to portland takes away a one nil victory ol rain goes to san diego takes away a one nil victory i don't understand it we all know soccer favors the home team but there's just something about these other teams that just that want it more, you know, that just uh, play better in, in the moment. And if you could write this any differently, I don't think you would because we're now looking at Allie Krieger's final game and Megan Rapino's final game against each other. One of them is going to go out a champion. That's a uh, that's storybook stuff, man. Could you imagine attending that final? It'd be wild. I, I in San Diego Stadium. They yeah. get to they get to watch from from the sideline. <laughs> it's it's dude, just that's like I said, st- storybook ending is about to be written. Uh, I know Allie Krieger put something out on her socials and how like months ago she was uh, as a text thread with Megan Rapino and Rapino was like, "When's your last game with Gotham?" And she was like, uh, "Krieger said November 11th." And Rapino was like, ah, bitch, please, I'm dying. You know, and, you know, okay, that's my last game too. You know, they, you just say these things and that's just confidence, man. And here they are. I think it's going to happen though, right? I mean, so many sure. things had to go right for that to happen, but it did. And here we are. Yeah. I mean, like we mentioned, uh, Gotham FC almost didn't even make the playoffs, man. We almost kept them out and or, or Orlando would have jumped them. Uh, it would have been a whole different story. But you just had teams uh, number one and number two lose. The the overall favorites in this thing, man, they they got the bye. 
there's something to be said about teams and playoffs that like don't have to play a midweek game or have a full week off, um, not not making it to the championship like they're predicted to. And I'm here for it. Yeah. Gotham is such a, a, a gritty team. And, and, you know, they're coming in good form going into the playoffs. We almost knocked them out, which, you know, I know I was kind of hoping for. But Gotham is such a gritty team. The fact that they held Portland scoreless at home and end up winning in extra time it, it is absolutely incredible. <laughs> absolutely incredible. It is, man. So- Soccer's beautiful, dude. And and Americans, we love our playoffs. So it's uh it's a beautiful time as well to be watching all this go down. Um, dude, I know I I said it. I I said I could absolutely see the home teams losing, and then they had that international break. And shame on me for thinking an international break might throw people off and ruin their momentum. But it didn't. They they went and got the job done. Did you watch the game by chance? No, I had a I had my improv workshop that night, so I was, right. I was out. I mean, it was it was a late game because we got back from the Sporting KC game, and it was just back and forth. Portland had some really good opportunities. Morgan Weaver had a sitter almost right in front, skied it. Um, it was just a very intense game. But in the ninetieth, their extra time, you know, ninetieth plus seventeen, Katie Stengel. Just hit a, a a wild ball outside the box, and it just curved right in and beat the keeper. Man, I I lost it. It was ninetieth. What? It was extra time. Yeah, it was a second half of extra time. Okay, so okay, I gotcha. So it was tied at regular time. They don't go to penalties. They do extra time. Gotcha. When you said one seventeen or whatever, I was like, huh? How much stoppage <laughs> time was there in this mother? <laughs> Uh, that's dope though, man. Uh, cool that Chris, what, you know, what's interesting. Chris and Edmonds got in this game for a whole minute, a whole, whole, whole two minutes. She, she subs in for Lynn Williams in like the 120th. And I was like, okay. I mean, that's obviously a defensive sub, right? Let's take a forward off, put another defender on, protect this lead. Um, you know, I'm a hater. I'm a hater, but there's something very fun and, and nice to watch Portland. Like, be panicked. They're they're always ahead. They're never panicked. They're never in a situation to where that you know it's a really meaningful game and they're not doing well. But when they were down in extra time and they only had a couple minutes to pull one back, I don't know. Just seeing how it was for the championship game last year and what they do to us every single time, seeing them struggle, seeing them panic, and not being able to pull off a victory. I don't know. I, I'm a hater, I guess, but it, it was it was nice to see. Getting a little shot in Freud over here. I, I I love to see it. My oh, my word of 2023, by the way, that's been my thing. Last uh, year we were in the final, so yeah. God, it's so weird, man. How how the mighty have fallen, and and Gotham was was fallen, and now they're like rising. Uh, it's last such a weird first. sport. Yeah, or, uh, but they these names, dude. Like names stick out to you with these teams, right? Um, like a like a Becky Sauerbrunn. Or uh, Megan Klingenberg, you know, um, Christy Mewis. Like, these are big-time names in these big-time games. Uh, Allie Krieger, of course. Uh, you know, it, it's, I don't know, Kelly O'Hara, right? And she's a big deal. Yeah, national team player Allie Long, former national team World Cup champion. Crystal Duh. Uh, yeah. Midge Will- Purse. Midge Purse. 
it's 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 cool, man. I mean, it's uh, I'm happy for him. You know, if anyone was going to do it, I'm glad it was Gotham to get to the end, meaning that you know they beat us, and we almost beat them. Like yeah. we, we got a draw in that game, right? That final game. Yeah, I think it was what two 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 or that, three. I can't remember. And that was enough for them to squeeze into the playoffs. Yeah, totally wild. This could have been a whole different story. Allie Krieger could be at home watching this game on her couch, ordering pizza. You know, it's a whole different thing. Uh, so we'll see what happens. That final is uh, set for this this Sunday. No, Saturday. Saturday, the eleventh. Right now, the eleventh at seven p.m. Yeah. So there you go. Where uh, where are we watching that? Oh, that's big CBS for you. Whoa, that look at that. But get to the championship. Get a little big time recognition from the from the networks. Unless you're in the semifinal, then you get CBS Sports Network where nobody can watch it. Or very exactly. few. Yeah. yeah. We only care about finals around here when it comes to women, apparently. Uh, but whatever works, man. I wish they had that, you know, I wish they would just streamline it to be uh, all Paramount Plus or something. You know, I, I just, I love having everything on Apple for MLS, everything for NWSL on Paramount would be awesome. Uh, but it's a whole different story. We can bitch about that another time. What... Uh, Cool. I want to kind of pivot uh, over to Casey Current for a minute, but before I do, should we take a little break? Do you think that's too soon to take a break? Do you think my producer is going to be even ready and I'm filibustering? Let's take a break right now. Thanks for listening to Casey Sports Network. Make sure you download our new app. Find it on the App Store or Google Play. Just search Casey Sports Network. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style. All for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. 
<laughs> you got him. Coming oh up. man. Oh man. He's in there. He's out there eating uh, eating lunch right now or something. He's like, oh shit, we gotta we gotta do a break. <laughs> keep him keep him on him toes. We we all we all run this show now. <laughs> hey, uh dude, NWSL best eleven was announced. If you're if you're living under a rock, uh that means it's the it's the best it's it's a lineup made of the best players of the year. Okay. Our gal Dabinia was on that list. Was there any question? Never a doubt in my mind. Yeah. Just uh, uh wild how how much better we were with her on the field. Um whether she was scoring or assisting or just flat out taking up space, we were just a better team with her out there. Uh she even had breaks with uh with Brazil. You know, World Cup, obviously, and then get this best eleven nod. And the best, the best news in the world is that we got her locked in for another year at this new stadium downtown. Uh, just a whole, whole new, whole new season with the Binia coming, man. It's going to be very exciting. You know, it's in today's day and age when big free agents move back and forth. A lot of times, it doesn't work out, right? Actually, more often than not, it doesn't work out when they go to their new team. They're just not the same or they just, you know, it's not a fit. But Dabinia, I mean, she was absolutely a fit for this team. Shows that she can, you know, she's the best 11 no matter what team she's on. That's just the caliber of player she is. So, I mean, we're just lucky to have her, man. Still really grateful that uh, we're able to steal her from Europe. Yes, dude. Orlando. 100% 100% that she chose to to stick around here. Um, just a quick rundown. Uh, best goalkeeper, Jane Campbell in Houston. Um, makes sense. She was pretty solid all year. Um, if you scored on her, you should feel pretty good about that. <laughs> uh, your defenders, Naomi Gurma, Allie Krieger. Look at that. Final season going out on top. Normally people wouldn't retire at, at, when you're in best 11, right? You would keep it going. Uh, but hey, go out on top, go out a champion, maybe. Sarah Gordon, Sam Stop. Midfielders, Sam Coffey, Dabinia, obviously, Jaden Shaw. Your forwards, you got Caroline, Sophia Smith, Len Williams. I, I'd say there's no doubt in my mind there, man. Yeah. And it, not a not many arguments from me on that front. Uh second team, I I don't really need to read it. I'll just point out a couple highlights here just that popped to me. Savannah DeMello really had some great moments this year with Louisville. I remember her being an absolute menace when we played them in like three games in a month or something like that. Yeah. Uh, two different competitions. Uh, also, Alex Morgan is on the second team and Trinity Rodman. Both players that probably could have worked, could have been in that first team recognition. So it, it's a stacked league, man, and it's ever growing. And you got new teams coming in, more players wanting to come this way. Uh, it's getting the recognition it deserves. And a quick side note: I don't know if you if you watch Welcome to Wrexham like currently. I am not on the new season. Okay, I started it yet? This new season actually took a minute, a couple episodes to focus on Wrexham's women's team, and it's kind of dope because they're a great team. They whoop everyone's ass, but their facilities are bad. Their attendance getting better with the show and with money getting poured into, but Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds, they want to focus on building that as well, like the Wrexham Club, like really focusing everywhere. And uh, I think I think people seeing that show 
and seen the focus on women's soccer. Like they literally mention, I'm not sure if they mention NWSL by name, but they literally mention that women's soccer is taking off in America. And uh, so why not help it out here as well? So kind of cool. It's what you need though, right? You just need somebody with that level of popularity, that level of can, can get eyes that quickly on women's soccer. And then once you do that, people, you know, they'll stay, they'll watch, and then it just grows and it builds inside of you. So you just got to get people in, get them in the door, and they'll stay. What I love about that docuseries, man, is uh, it's not just soccer either. Like literally, they had a whole episode last night about focusing on moms and dads. And I was like, this is this is just a straight up document. Now we're crying. What is going on? Like I wanted to, to watch a soccer documentary. And now I got I got feelings. <laughs> it's, it's very well done. So if you guys have yet to check that out, do that. Um, hey, are you a fan of Taco Tuesdays? I love Taco Tuesdays. Love Taco Tuesday, baby. I love. We got Yoli Totiria coming to DPKC Stadium next year. We just keep churning out the local offerings, bro. Just bringing them. This, I'm going to be honest. This is the one I'm the most excited about so far. Yes. Like they're gonna have vegan options. They they had uh, pictures of it. Uh, they have uh, you know vegan horchata as well. Vegan vegan mushroom tinga. Uh, just looking at those pictures, man, I started to salivate. And then the current released video of them like uh, at the restaurant making their own tacos, and I don't know, this looks so good. I, it's gonna be you know what I'm gonna spend a lot of money on game days eating a lot of this food. <laughs> Yeah, that's all right, man. When you feel like you already own all the merch and you have no more merch to buy, then you buy food. You know, it's what it is. But when, when you ask me what's a day one thing that I'm going to buy or eat there, you got you got to support the vegan tacos, man, because they will, you realize if you don't support something, buddy, it goes away. We all know that. If you like something, pay for it. Give, you know, give to it, whatever. And, uh... I hope it sticks around because I, I want it. I can't wait to try it. Looks so uh, good. They make their own tortillas. Is that right? Yeah. Like they had a bunch of ingredients out and they're making their own tacos and, and it just, I don't know. I, I was so jealous just watching them go through, through the process and, and what, it, Sorry, you know, I live in Lawrence, you know, you live in Topeka. So like, we don't get the opportunity to come to some of these places very often. So to have that, go to soccer games. We do exactly. So to have that there. I mean, I'm I'm gonna drop a good amount of money on that food. I already know. <laughs> well, if they're listening right now, they're like, "Cool, we're gonna hike those prices up because clearly the demand's there." Uh, <laughs> I'm a dude. You ever had a homemade tortilla? I I don't think so. Not to my knowledge. No. Not to my okay. knowledge. It's a game changer, and you probably have at some kind of restaurant or something. Yeah, right? sure, I have. I just didn't know. But it's just, ooh, it's a whole different situation, man. We we talked about making our own tortillas. Um, it's cheaper to do it, to make it yourself. It's just a longer process than buying it at the store. <laughs> do you like hor- uh, horchata at all? I don't think I know what that is. It's it's like a uh, kind of milk cinnamony. It's very cinnamony, but kind of a, a milk. I think um, I've had rum chata. Over. What, isn't that a, a liqueur? I don't know. It's a, it's like a, a white question. bottle liqueur, I think a little rum chata. Okay. But... Horchata is something Nick said, not the same thing. <laughs> um, is that horchata? Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> it's 
It, it is. Every time we go out to like a restaurant, we get it. And then the fact yeah. that they have a vegan version because it's made with milk, right? So it's the fact that they have a vegan horchata. one, horchata, man, I'm going to get tacos and horchata almost every single time I go there. Look, we're about to spend 10 minutes here on this freaking taco restaurant and uh, I ain't even mad about it's it. It's not even enough. It's not enough. It's the off season, folks. It's the off season. We got to pick and choose. Uh, man, oh man, that's just, it's just cool. I, I'm loving this Teal Tuesday thing. I, it just, you know, the, the the Casey Current Advent calendar just continues going with these restaurants offerings, man. When this is said and done, it's going to be, and I don't travel stadiums looking at their food, but I think it's going to be hard to find a better food offering in any stadium. That's and one of my favorite things to do at a stadium is to walk around. Uh, unless we have GA seats, then I, I go lock down seats and Marissa walks the stadium and like sends me pictures and shit. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's fun, dude. Like just going to different places and seeing their different offerings. And, and you come away of uh, some stadiums just saying like, man, that was trash. Like that was bad offerings. Uh, I can't believe it. Like just, okay, every every place offers a pretzel and a hot dog. Pretty boring. Uh, people are going to come to KC Current and want to try the local fare, man. And I, I think, dude, I'm not sure how well NWSL supporters travel. Um, probably not as well as they could or should, but they might. Because you're talking new stadium. That That's enough, right? Don't you think that'll get opposing team supporters to our place. I've talked to quite a few people on social media who are like, we're planning on going to the new stadium next year. Hey, cool. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm talking about five or six people have just said it, came out to me and said that they wanted to, to come see the stadium and ask for some suggestions around the area. That's pretty dope, man. What, what's the, what's the closest NWSL team to, to Kansas city? Have we talked about this before? Uh, it's Chicago, right? Yeah, it's got to be Chicago. Got to be. Yep, totally Chicago. So that's kind of the, that's kind of it. Well, well, we should make a trip up there sometime too. Why not? Yeah. Hmm. Cool. So Yoli Toteria, very excited. Uh, easy for me to say. Dude, what, uh, what we're talking about a little something this off season. Maybe uh, every week we do a little, you know, a little round table like we just did and then kind of go into uh a single player's breakdown of the past season. Really hone in on them, talk about them, numbers, personality, fitness, whatever, uh, and just go into it. And, and you're kind of going to spearhead this thing, man. So, I mean, who do we got this week? We, do we, we need a name for this segment, by the way. Do we need to name this? You know, I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. Let's think yeah, on that. We'll take on that. If anybody has a... The player spotlight was player a suggestion spotlight. from Nick. If anybody has a, a better one or one they like, throw it cool. out to us. We'll make a decision on it next week, but we got this is the segment and uh, who we focus it on. Michelle Cooper. Ah, our old friend. Number two overall and listener to the pod, fan of the pod. Yeah. Michelle Cooper. She was great, man. She graced the pod uh, earlier this season and we were able to really talk to her uh, on her phone, I think it was, and she was just the nicest person ever and was excited to be on there. So I but, did a little bit of a, a preliminary deep dive and some things I'm looking at was a trade with uh, Lynn Williams, kind of that whole story, how she compares with the team, other rookies this year and uh, the league and also other rookies, highly drafted rookies from previous years to kind of get an overall gauge or expectation um, 
of our first season. So it should be a lot of fun. And if anybody has anything they want us to, to you know, take a look at or dive into, just send it our way and we'll take a look. Yeah, I mean, so we you you said it just there. We uh, uh, you know traded in the draft early this year, back in January, February. Can't remember. Yep, January, and got we traded Lynn Williams to to trade up in the draft to get Michelle Cooper. Um, what were your feelings at that moment when that happened? You know, at the moment I was excited and I was happy because it was it was a fun thing, right? It was a very splashy thing. And we never really got to see Lynn Williams play in Kansas City. So we almost kind of forgot how good she was, right? And I did kind of, I went back and looked at her numbers in her her last year in Carolina when she played, and they're pretty, pretty damn good. So she's, you know, we brought in an incredible player. We never got to see that. And then we traded for Michelle Cooper. And then we're seeing, a, you know, Lynn Williams still an incredible player. So as time goes on, it'll, we'll be able to weigh it. A little better. Um, it is a little sad, though. It is. You see someone like Lynn Williams get on the first team best eleven, and just had a breakout year. And and, and Michelle Cooper wasn't on any any short list anywhere. Um, and that's okay because I think we were. It's risk. Look, sports is risk. You take a chance. You made a transaction. You made a decision. Uh, sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But we got a very young player who we hope to develop, I would assume. Yeah, and one thing that I don't think gets mentioned enough is is we only had Lynn Williams for one year. Yeah. Right? This year would have been the last year of her contract in Kansas City. She actually signed an extension with Gotham this year. Mm-hmm. So we would have essentially had one year with Lynn Williams and either had to let her walk or pay her more money, presumably, right? She would have had, she would have had a better contract or three years with Michelle Cooper. And yeah. then maybe some. So it's easy to look at it in, in a, a narrow vision of one year, but we have to take a look at the big picture. Exactly. So would you say as a whole, d- did Michelle Cooper, did she underperform or did she do what was asked of her as a 21-year-old, no, 20-year-old rookie? Her expectations were really high. So I think if you compare her to the expectations, I think she underperformed. What'd she get? Three goals? Three goals, two of them were PKs. Um, and I think one assist as well. 21 matches, right? Is that what you got in the NWSL? So you only missed, what, one? Let me pull it up here. How many matches are in the damn thing? It's 22, right? In the season? Yeah, 22 in the season. Yeah. Yeah, but she, dude, she did a lot off the ball. We were constantly talking all year about how much of like an enforcer she was, a linebacker, dare I say, uh, just would come in so hard and you and I would just laugh to each other in the stands. We would just be like, oh my God. (laughs) Like, how is that not a card or something? Like, it's insane. (laughs) Yeah, it's incredible. Um, You know, I was looking at a lot of her defensive actions and she's all up and down the field. All up and down the field. I, I was looking at comparisons with Lynn Williams, Alyssa Thompson, Trinity Rodman, Dabinia, Sophia Smith, a lot of players that are kind of, uh, you know, around her um, in terms of either position or notoriety. Mm. And there's one thing that really stands out, and she's an absolute workhorse. 
absolute workhorse. You know, there is. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, uh, it, and one thing I, I don't think gets mentioned enough is a lot of these rookies who had really good, successful seasons had great coaching. Great coaching. Jenna Nyswanger is probably going to win Rookie of the Year, and she has Coach of the Year, right? Um, Sophia Smith is, you know, or I'm sorry, Portland has one of the best coaches in the league or had, but they're still doing really well. Um, Alyssa Thompson, you know, has a really good coach and in, in, in Becky Tweed. To put a point blank, I don't think Michelle Cooper or some of these rookies have had the type of coaching that would bring out the best in them. You know, we started out on our back line was a, a 4-3-3. Then we did like a, a 3-5 something. Cooper, in the first couple games, she played up top, right? Because Hamilton was not available. Then she got moved to the wing. At 20 years old, she's absorbing all of this. So I don't think that she's had the best coaching that could bring out the best in her. And I think that Vladko should and hopefully can do that. And that's just a little teaser, guys. Uh, we're we're going to start this next week. A little uh, uh, net patent pending player spotlight. Currently's player spotlight. I, I don't know. We'll we'll we're going to workshop it. We'll get on a we'll get on a Zoom call and workshop it. But uh, yeah, man, I'm excited for that. That'll be fun to uh, you know really you know kind of dig. I don't know. Dig dig up the team, man. From what we just witnessed all year, our last season in Children's Mercy Park. There's so many interesting stories and narratives with all of these players throughout the course of the entire season. And every time, you know, every time we have an episode or we recap a game or preview another one, a lot of a lot of it gets lost, right? Because we just touch on things we gloss over. But really having the time to sit down, focus on a player, tell their story through just what we see, but also through the numbers, you know, sh- should be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about it. Awesome. Very cool. Um so we'll kick that off with Michelle Cooper, and and you've got you've got a list, man. So I, I it'll be it'll be fun for me because I I don't really know what's going on, and that's kind of where I operate best. That's kind of my wheelhouse, and uh, it's fun for you because you like to, you know. For, first of all, you get a little control up in this bitch. You get a little control. Oh man, I let the numbers guide me. Let what my eyes see guide me. But if there's a player anybody wants to see more than others, let me know, because. Um, we're just selecting the players, you know, from week to week and, and see kind of what the people, what the people want. So tell yeah. us what you want. I mean, with, first and foremost, we do this podcast for us because we like it and we have fun. But it's also for you, the listener. I'm, I'd, I'd be lying if I said it was entirely selfless. Like if I wasn't having fun doing this, I would shut it down. I'd be like, nope, this isn't worth it to me. I hate it. But I love it. So here we are. Uh. Dude, should we pivot and talk about our predictions for the NWSL final? Yes. What? No. Hey, pause that. Didn't some coach of the year stuff come down the road? It did. It absolutely did. What happened there? Was it Matt Potter? <laughs> it, it was not, but it was essentially oh. somebody who did the same thing that Ma- Matt Potter did, but actually won coach of the year. So Juan Carlos Amoros won coach of the year for Gotham. Um, taking them from last place to a championship game. Sounds a little familiar, but uh, familiar. congratulations for that coach. But uh, I'd be lying if I was a little bitter by it because I felt like Potter should have won it last year. It's moot now. It's irrelevant now. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, well, it's, it's, it's kind of silly. 
Potter should have been coach of the year last year and then kind of, well, now he's nowhere of the year. He's just, uh, we don't know what's going on with him. Is he, does he have another job? Anyone know? Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Um, but I do have a couple numbers here on this coaching. I, I don't exactly follow Matt Potter on MySpace or anything. I'm not familiar with what he's doing. You know, follow him on Tumblr or no. Blue Sky or whatever? Not at all. Flickr, nothing. What uh, what do you got? What is, what's the number? So last year, the current obviously was in last place. When, when Potter took over, came in, we finished in fifth place. We were 10 wings, six draws, six losses with a goal difference of zero. But we had 36 points and 1.64 points per match. This was Kansas City Current in 2022, the year we went to the championship. So he brought a team in last place, took us to fifth, and obviously to finals. Now Gotham this year. Gotham this year, 22 games. They had eight wins, seven draws, seven losses, a goal difference of plus one with 31 points and uh, points per match, 1.41. So just by those very, very, very basic metrics, Matt Potter should have won. Now, obviously, I think the uh, San Diego Wave head coach, Casey Stoney, won. But Matt Potter took third in the final voting. I will go to my grave thinking Matt Potter should have won. Naturally. I mean, it's, and it's not just because you're being a homer. I mean, it's just it's, it makes sense. You took a last place team to the championship. Like, San, what the hell, man? San Diego came in as an expansion team with, with no expectations. Zero. And, and they didn't go to the championship game. They had Alex Morgan, they had Jaden yeah. Shaw, Taylor Korniak. I mean, they had a pretty darn good roster. And, and Casey, Casey Sony did do a really yeah. good job. She deserves credit. But I don't know. To me, it's, you know, a big market bias. But you take a look at the Gotham roster. You touched on it earlier. Lynn Williams, Yasmeen Ryan, Jenna Nicewanger, probably Rookie of the Year, Ali Krieger, Brazilian Beast, Bruninha, um, Ali Long, Christy Mewis, uh, Kristen Edmonds, Kelly O'Hara, Victoria Pickett. It's, it's wild tiny. How much of those kind of teams are even coached? Like, I mean, you do training and you do drills and stuff, but you're, dude, Peter Vermees for sporting flat out said in, a, in an interview, he's like, like, I can't coach these guys during the game. Like, they, they can't hear me. You know, they just got to apply what we did in training and rely on their soccer instincts and their skills. And it's like, at the end of the day, I'm I'm thinking like, should I be a coach? Because it doesn't sound like you got to do a whole lot other than like media and, uh, uh, you know, training drills. But then even then, you have a group of assistant coaches underneath you that run all that stuff. Like, I, I, I'm I sorry if I'm shitting on head coaches. I'm really not meaning to. Uh, if anyone's a head coach out there, I respect you. But I'm just like, damn, I'm in the wrong field, bro. That sounds great. Well, that's what happens when you have veteran leadership, you know? Yeah. Um, we didn't have that. Casey Current didn't have that. Matt Potter should have won because he took a team of, dare I say, I want to say nobodies, but for lack of a better word, they weren't all-stars. They weren't national team World Cup superstars. Nowhere near that the name is. recognition that Gotham has right now. So it's not head coach of the year. It's roster of the year. Like, let's just go ahead and say that. So one thing I did find pretty pretty cool, and spoiler alert, I'm cheering for Gotham 
I'm pulling for Gotham. They have four Kansas City current players, um, former players on there. So Lynn Williams. I'm sorry? Oh, it's pretty sick. I love it. Yeah. Lynn Williams, Victoria Pickett, Abby Smith, and Kristen Edmonds. Yeah. So they they came from, you know, being last place team, going to a championship, now another championship. Like what a time. Yep. Uh, well, that's is that your pick then for the final? My brain says the rain, my heart says Gotham, but I'm gonna go with Gotham. My final pick, Gotham. I wanna write that story. I mean, got like, dude, Gotham snuck in. They they you know, they floundered all year. They were kind of up and down, up and down. And they got in the playoffs and made a little magic happen. Either way, at the end of the day, the fans win. It's a Megan Rapino, Ali Krieger showdown. The fans win here. So it's exciting, man. I unfortunately do not get to watch this live, but uh, I, I hope to watch many highlights and, and follow along. Should be a so, great time. Yeah. Any uh, Anything else we should talk about today? Oh, nothing. I'm just clicking around, seeing if there's any news we may have missed. Nothing comes to mind. Kind of off topic. Um, the fender of the year was the... just announced. I'm sorry? Fender of the year was just announced. Oh, was it? Uh, literally just now, Naomi Gurma for the second year in a row. Okay. That's fair. I mean, she's... San Diego, right? Yep. Cool. Good for her. Good for her, yeah. Deserves it. It's breaking news on the pod. Look at that. Yeah, that was literally like 30 minutes ago. That's wild. Nice. Um, but last tidbit I got, it was announced today that there's going to be a professional women's volleyball team coming to Kansas City in 2025. I saw that. Uh, does that excite you? It does. I do like volleyball. volleyball. Yeah, I like to go to the KU women's games, and I don't know, obviously, where it's going to be played or how convenient or easy it is for me to attend, but I think that's really cool. Is that a televised thing? I don't know. Um, I don't think anything, that level of detail is available yet. Gotcha. I gotcha. Oh, oh, Lowe is going to be competing in the NWSL skills competition. So That's right. And that happens uh, this weekend? Yeah. That should be. Did they, did they have that last year? No. Okay. We were there. And they didn't yeah. have it. Interesting. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, let's uh let's get the hell out of here. And we won't even we won't even talk about how we floundered halfway through this and we had to slice and dice this podcast a little bit. Yeah. We we, we put Nick to work a little bit. It's all right. He hasn't had to do that yet. So here we go. We <laughs> Time to earn earn your keep, baby. <laughs> cool. Well, guys, hey, if you've yet to leave a rating and review, uh, please do. We got one um, this past weekend. By the way, it wasn't. It didn't point out uh, on the men's side or the women's side. It just said, "Just found this podcast and it's great. Keep it up." From Darby Hawk. So, be like Darby Hawk and leave us those five star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts or five stars on Spotify, and. Uh, Hit us up on Twitter at NoTherPod, at Dan Kuzer, at ChrisWright21. Uh, you can email us, NoTherPod at gmail.com. Yes, yes, email us. What should our player spotlight segment be named? 
I, I'm not sold on the player spotlight. That just uh, unless we're gonna get some cool animation on here, which we're just we're just making up, we're putting work Nick to work. If you want to make an animation, <laughs> he's mad. He doesn't like it. He doesn't. He doesn't like that. I didn't take his his suggestion. Email us, Nick. Email us your suggestions. Notherpod at gmail dot com, and we'll uh, we'll be back next week with uh, recapping the final and uh, our first player spotlight or something. So we love you guys very much, and uh, we'll talk to you. Thank you for listening to KC Sports Network. We appreciate your support. Don't forget to hit that follow button and leave us a review if you like what you heard. You can find all six of our channels covering the Chiefs, Royals, Sporting KC, and the KC Current, plus KU, K-State, or Mizzou by searching KCSN wherever you listen to podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Entertain. Educate. Inform. KC Sports Network. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.